Hello everybody and welcome back to the Hot Box Show episode 213. The show uh, where we are not going to be smoking any mind dump dacha. And um, we still don't like the Cannabis for Private Purposes bill. And we are not quite sure about Elon Musk buying Twitter. But that's just some of the things that we're going to be speaking tonight. I think we have the OG crew around the table today. Hey, it's just us. It's us four. And some audience. We have some audience who will be popping onto the show a little bit later. And we'll tell you all about, um, about what they're about. Uh, but for tonight, don't forget, please, to enter our Instagram competition, which always comes up towards the end of the show, where we choose the best artsy, lank-dank photographs from uh, Instagram. Also, we have our poll, as usual, and uh, tonight, please vote on our poll on Facebook, and speaking about that pesky Cannabis for Private Purposes bill. Yeah. Will you be commenting on the on uh, the changes to the proposed bill? Remember that the comments are due in next Wednesday, which is the 13th of May. Will you be commenting? Are you going to take the trouble? Please do. Um, uh, and will you be commenting? Answer number one is yes, our voices must be heard. We must start with one voice. I think that uh, members of the public, uh, business owners who comment, even if it's just a short comment, um, but we're going to be speaking a bit, uh, bit more about this a bit later. <coughs> so yes, our voices must be heard. You are going to comment. Number two, maybe if I can find an easy uh, way to understand and break down what it actually means and know what difference will my comment make. So those are the three options if you head over to Facebook and, um, and vote in our poll and we'll speak about uh, all this bill stuff a little bit later. So this last weekend I was super pleased to be in PE, um, uh, uh, I was there by the invitation of an amazing grow shop that's getting off of its feet uh, in the Windy City called Quick Buy and Grow and they invited me to fly down, um, sponsored my ticket and my accommodation, thank you very much, and uh, we had an absolute blast at the <laughs> East Coast Cannabis Cup. Um, uh, we've known for many years that that Guerbeja has got an, an amazing cannabis community and everybody was out in full force. So that was really fun. And um, I came back <laughs> with uh, a quarter of my suitcase full of dacha. Wasn't that nice? So for those who keep asking on social media, can I fly with dacha? Yes, you can fly with dacha. This is, this yeah. is, what you, this yeah. is how much you can fly with. How about yeah. much you have a look here? This is That's how much. That's what's left, because we've yeah. also well, yeah. been climbed into it. We've also been smoking it since I got <laughs> back on Sunday. So um, we, we put it all in one bowl. Uh, that's you. There we go. There we go. And uh, there's nugs and there is edibles. Nugs and there is more nugs. And there is a hot chocolate. And there is chocolates. Oh, well, and some Wait, chocolate. Chocolates. Because they give us all the judges. And there's jars. These were the entrants. And there's more. Okay. There's just nug upon nug upon nug. So the. This was uh, really great how many entrants there were. That's there was, awesome. There really were over 60 entry, entries. So, and nine of us judges. If so, I could point out, this is called a na 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 of weed. <laughs> <laughs> it is. 
It is totally. <laughs> so about two weeks before the competition, uh, they sent us a, 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 a little box. Uh, and in there were, I think, about 15 or 16 samples, which we duly uh, worked through and uh, rated and, and, and judged and all that. And then when I arrived um, at Wacky Woods, which is between PE and J-Bay, and um, when I arrived there, they said, oh, we must give you your package. <laughs> and they brought this one of these checkers, 60, 60 big um, brown paper bags, like a quarter full. Wow. They said, what? There, that's for you to work through before <laughs> midday tomorrow. And this oh is like half past three in the afternoon. So um, we managed with the help of Dave from the Toke House, who was there, and uh, a very nice gentleman called Tony from Michigan, who the guys from um, uh, Quick Buy and Grow uh, met online. And they really warmed and became friends and invited Tony over to be a judge. And so Tony flew all the way from Michigan and he was sharing a cottage next door to me with, um, with Dave and Jeremy Acton. Yes, Jeremy was there wearing the same blue jacket. And, um, I do love that yeah. blue jacket. <laughs> so we were all presented with these huge things. Mm. So now you guys have to um, choose an act to roll for the show. Well, look, there's definitely a chocolate over there. I know sure, Dale and I have already been eyeballing the chocolates. What are you choosing there? Mm. Okay. I, sure. I smoked yes. the face on fire earlier. Can I just show face. this? Yeah, maybe we're going to smoke oh, this. Yes. Should we smoke? Check out how badass these are. We can smoke these. I mean, have you ever seen such dank nugs? Let's smoke these. Okay, smoke take them? it out. Show them exactly yeah. how... Look at how dank those nugs are. Oh, Holy shmoly. No, that's not PM. <laughs> yeah, it's <That's> PM. <laughs> <That's a> PM. <laughs> no, um... So these are D's nugs. And, and nugs almost had me fooled earlier. Yeah. Because I almost smoked one of them in a bong. And it turns out that these are in fact edibles. Yeah, the dankest <laughs> nugs. I can't even break it open. God yeah, damn it, Steve. Go. Drop this. Even inside it looks like a mug. My gosh. Yeah. Is that like a rice crispy treat? Yeah, so yeah. then my second oh, thought so was. It's a rice krispies. Okay. My second thought was maybe it's a moon rock. So I'm still gonna smoke this thing. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> and then in closer look I thought. So no, in, well, yeah. in that bag is a moon rock. Maybe we should smoke the moon yeah, rock. Let's yeah, okay. so there's a moon rock. Which there's a moon rock in that bowl. Yeah. In the bowl. In the bowl there's a moon rock. You'll see it's in a little baggie. Um, That's a negative. Oh, no. No, it's a moon rock. Oh, dear. Oh, we'll have to bring the moon rock back legs. for next time. It's just in one of those normal baggies. No. And there's some seeds from Devil's Lettuce, isn't there? Yeah. Yes, so um, the guy Tony from Michigan um, makes... He's a caregiver, so he has five... He grows for five... Um, patients and uh, and then just for fun a hobby of his is he makes uh, auto seeds so he gave us a couple of um, a couple of packets of, of auto seeds which are great for growing up here on the high felt over winter so we're going to do that but the D's nugs actually came second those particularly delicious looking things for the edibles for the edibles yeah. So the edibles, the first prize went to um, a packet of sherbet with a oh, lolly. That's this, yeah. Yeah. 
So the sherbet goes like that with the lolly. The lolly has got 50 milligrams. I reckon, Marty, that's the original. Yeah, I thought I thought the packaging was a bit. You can't really use. Maybe that's not how they normally package it. I mean, it's a very funky packet. It's funky packet. But it's, it's Rick and Morty, so one shouldn't really, um, you know, it would be better to just leave it plain. Mm. Uh, I didn't actually taste the, the sherbet. I kind of shied away from the edibles because the majority of the edibles had uh, no dosage on them. So I only rated the edibles that had a dosage on them so that I could be careful. Always label your yeah. doses on your edibles, please. So that's fifty milligrams. It's quite a big lolly. You would have to, oh, um, you would have to take quite a long time to to finish it. Uh, and then this, uh, that was uh, uh, got the first prize, and the second prize for the edibles was the D's nugs, These and the third cool. prize was um, Mama G's chocolates, which is the those ones in the in the raster colours. The ones Dale yeah. and I are fighting over. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so the, <laughs> so we'll split those. Spliff to um, bar. What's it say? It says this. it's a Butterfingers, Spliffers uh, bar, and a space bar. 50 milligrams each, trio of chocolates. I did find that the edibles, were those ones that were did have dosage on them, were all very, very highly dosed. Uh, <laughs> I would much rather have... Uh, smaller, uh, uh, lighter doses so I can eat more. Yeah. Because I'm sure that all this chocolate and everything is all completely delicious. So and I'd much rather be able to eat a bit more. Um, mm. You know, those chocolates, if they were 20 milligrams each, maybe I would eat all three. Yum. You know? mm. But then you've got to only eat a half because they're 50 milligrams each. That's just my, <laughs> my personal opinion. So that was the edibles, and then they had an outdoor and an um, indoor categories and concentrates. There were only five concentrate entries and uh, the one that won was a, um, a vape pen. Uh, the other concentrates were actually, were actually dabbed along the way. I must I say that all five nice. entries could have got first prize. Even though there were only five entries, the concentrates were very, of a very high standard. Um, obviously made by people who knew what they were doing. And then there was the moon rock as well, which, which we included in the, in the concentrates. And then the, the indoor was, was just <coughs> seriously, seriously nice. Um, and, uh, and the outdoor was of varying quality. But uh, we didn't really want to, to write bad comments on the judging forms and whatever because, you know, that might have been somebody's first grow or they didn't know how to trim that weed properly. Um, so I would say that the vast majority of the outdoor was a jolly good effort. Mm. Um, we didn't see any mold. We didn't see any PM. We, uh, most of it was trimmed really nicely. So that was the judging. And uh, then we got... Um, uh, then we uh, gave out the prizes at 4.20 on Saturday, and then there was a, a reggae band from, from uh, Grahamstown. And they were very, very cool, and they played for a long time, and then they had DJs, and it was generally just a really, really nice event. And we would encourage people around the country to have cups, because maybe, who knows, there might be a plan to have a national final, where we get all the winners of the cups, and no. then we judge them. Um, 
uh, yeah, maybe it can be a, a hot box event or something in the future when we've got enough cups around the country from the different regions. A winner's celebration. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's yeah. competition and more getting togetherness. Yeah. The national yeah. championships. The national championships. There yes. you go. It's yes. been it's been named. So, yeah. <laughs> Are you rolling there, Dan? So what yes. flavors have you chosen for us? I'm going to use some of this electric cake. Mm -hmm. This is Breeders okay. Electric Cake. Yeah. Okay. So there was also a Breeders um, uh, a competition, but I didn't. By that time, I, I really didn't want to have to go through another seven or eight strains. So I abstained from judging the Breeders. Also because they don't feel that I'm a an expert on how to you I know smoke a, smoke some weed and then judge that person as a breeder. I don't I don't mm. think don't know not enough of an expert. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the East Coast Cannabis Cup, and uh, next on the fields of green for all update list is of course this impending comments that are due. Uh, for the changes to the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill. Now, Joe, you read in Cannabis Africa. Cannabis or... Africa, they, they did a, a little bit of a, a breakdown of, of what, this is, uh, what this involves. So it's a call for public comment on the amendments to the Cannabis Bill. Uh, the main amendments to the Cannabis Bill are a section that enables the future commercial trade in cannabis. Okay. Okay. Special provisions for the Rastafari and other religious communities, including the right to smoke communally in public. Yeah. And there was um, a side note to that, but I'll get to that just now. Exemptions for people with medical cannabis prescriptions. Um, an increase in the amount of plants a person may grow at home, up from four to eight per person. Yeah. Double the amount of cannabis an adult may possess in public to 200 grams. Yeah. <laughs> and a reduction in the prescribed jail time for people who grow too much cannabis at home from 15 years to 8 years. Yes, sir. Yeah. Still 8 yeah. years. Yes, sir. Now, the side note, because uh, like, I did a, a yes, cannabis art, did a follow-up article on this, um, uh, focusing specifically on the Rastafari use versus the traditional yeah. use. And... They spoke to a reliable uh, source who seeks to remain anonymous who says that the section allowing for special treatment for Rastafarians and other religious groups is certain to raise the ire of traditional growers and traditional healers yeah. who have also had a long association with the plant. Sorry, Achtanki. Quoted, this person says, You can't tell me that it's right that the people of Mpondoland cannot smoke in public, but that Rastas can. How can that be right? The drafters of this bill seem to think that only previously disadvantaged people are rasters. You cannot tell the rural people who have been working with cannabis for years that a young white raster who may be genuinely committed to the belief system qualifies for certain exemptions, but they don't. It's unconstitutional, and I've got no doubt that as soon as the bill is passed into law and becomes an act, it will be challenged in a court of law. No, so, no one person should have the, the know, rights about yeah. another citizen. It's right? for so, all, not just and, and, for some. And even the yeah. Rastafari people will say that to you, mm -hmm. yes. neither above nor below. You know, yeah. Why should yeah. I have the rights that you don't have? So why are government yeah. trying to create divisions? Well, we know. Because we want <laughs> community. And, and we like know they why. said, generations of people in Ponderland that have, that have had this association and relationship with this plant for a long, long, long time, 
they must now what? Watch the Rastafari people be able to smoke their weed, and they can't. Yeah. I mean, suddenly everybody's going to be a Rasta. But you know what? And that becomes disrespectful to the actual religion and culture. I think so, and and I think that it also comes down to okay, that's a religious issue. But when you talk traditional, and we go into this into in quite some depth in in the manifesto is traditional doesn't necessarily mean that it's got to be hundreds of years old or mm. generations and generations. We are traditional users of yeah. this plant, you know? We, it's a tradition in our lives. So it all comes down to words and semantics, but to make a religious exception, um, it just smacks of of somebody having a little bit too much power mm. uh, it, with, that, with that committee. Um, and I'd rather not say any more because Fields of Green for All will, of, of course, be putting in lengthy submissions. Mm, yes. Please do um, your submissions um, through Dear South Africa, the website Dear South Africa, because they're going to coordinate and follow up and make sure that submissions actually reach where they're supposed to. And yes. like the, the health fiasco, we do, uh, submissions were being deleted as soon as they came in. Yeah. So we do it through, through Dear South Africa. Um, I think they probably have a whole thing set up. It's probably three or four clicks and everything's done. So if but know what you want to say. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> and and go and, and read the bill. I think mm. that you can't really uh, there there's a copy on our on our website. You can go to Cannabis African and uh, I'm sure you can click through to a PDF of read those changes to the bill before you comment. Or if you'd like to just make a general comment. If you want to make a lengthy comment, then get hold of us and we'll give you an email address where we know it will get through. But if you want to just make a general comment, then send it through to South Africa. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to send a comment in terms of your your company or your organization, then rather send it to the email. But general public comments to South Africa. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Great. So I do believe that we've got a surprise pop-in guest and... Um, our first CBDNN um, article of the day. <laughs> okay, so the first story uh, of the evening is been doing the rounds on social media um, I think over the last few days is uh, Gauteng province government wanting people to grow weed on the mines. Dan, can you tell us a bit more about this? Right, so what it says here is David Premier, David, David Premier, Gauteng <laughs> Premier David Mokura announced plans to establish the country's first cannabis hub in his state to provide, to provide address in probably February 22, sorry, that's, that was not too properly. Anyway, the proposal forms part of a 45 billion rand smart city development in the Val River area. Bukura said the cannabis hub will primarily focus on growing cannabis for medical use and would not be sold recreationally. With that, mm. there's the whole mines thing. So what they want to do is they want to, from what I'm seeing, is they want to grow weed on the mines, where the mines have been, because the mines have, they've been dumping 
all those all that land around Joburg is got is all mine dumps. So as you can see dumps, the photos yeah. there, and that land is non-arable. You can't do anything on it. It's toxic. It's got heavy metals. It's got a lot of things that people just should not be living around or on. And cannabis is a good remediation plant. I exactly. think there are a lot of grapevines. So they want to. So they want to put hemp there. They want it. That's. I mean, that's what they're saying. They want to put hemp onto those mines and start doing bioremediation bio on that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We want to bring foreign investment as well. It's it's. It's a thing to try and move forward to for the industry, but as far as like medical use only, I think it's a bit Yeah, that's a that. big red flag. You that's so many red the, flags you could knit a scarf You can from. use, because you're remediating the soil, if that's the purpose. So you're using the byproduct, which is the plant, mm. for building materials and textiles and such. Look, that's I, mean, yeah, I, I think it would be very... I don't, I don't know if he is saying that he's going to use that particular part of the land for it. Okay. Maybe he's going to use the Vol Triangle, the Vol River area, because there's lots of space out there yeah. to maybe do other it is like a medicinal uh, uses and the, and the and they're going to use the hemp side on the mines. On the mine side. Yeah. Oh, they I can turn so. the mine dumps into usable land people, where people can actually live and do things. If they do them, it properly, they can them. eventually grow proper cannabis there. What do you think? So, yeah. oh, that's an interesting thing. Um, it just shows that the, just show, it's a little bit of a lack of a game plan. So they don't exactly know what they're trying to do. Also, I feel like we have to look at where the sources are coming from. And when it comes to cannabis, yeah, this story has come around for about three, four months now. And why now all of a sudden <coughs> is it coming out to the spotlight? So it's interesting that it's coming out, but yeah, they have to look through the possibilities. And I know there is a lot of academics that are looking into mm. it. Like Kenny Fenton. Like Kenny Fenton, I was just thinking we should look at, uh, ask Kenny if he'd be into Kenny yeah, on the show. In because terms of medical use, no. Because we've got to remember that if you fix in toxic soil, your plants are going to be somewhat toxic, if not very toxic. It's that whole so, phytoremediation And they say not for recreational use, but at the same time we know how South Africa works in the black markets and such, and a lot of it is going to land up. In the market. You hope not. Oh, yes. We hope, you hope not, that of they course. destroy it. There's course, got to be proper right. security there because you don't want people climbing the fences and yeah, harvesting that stuff and taking treat, it out into the community. If they're going to follow what they say by making us and other people go and build fences and security, whatnot around these licensed facilities, so they should do with the, with everything they're doing there. If yeah. they're going to grow that on a large scale, then they should protect it somehow and follow the same procedures of controlling the waste, controlling the destruction of it and make sure it's done right. Yeah. I can just mention in terms of my store and how we cater to certain aspects of the community, you know, and some people, we do have certain wrestlers that come in and um, I'm just using this one example. And he came through and he brought a big bud in a cloth and I was pretty excited because I'm always, you know, it's nice to see clients who bring in and they come and get our products and they come and show you the results and you open that up and it was just bad rot throughout oh. the whole plant and I'm dealing with some clones over here and you know I smoke my own little personal stash and I've just got this specimen of every kind of disease that you yeah. don't <laughs> want so if they are taking those chances what kind of chances could be taken in terms of the black market yeah. in getting that you don't even need to yeah. be worrying about facility, but now we will be having to worry about mine dump, but exactly. with That's heavy metals. No one's going to want it anyway. No it's gonna be, if it's hemp, no one's <laughs> going to want it. Even, 
even the most amateur smoker, when they look at the plant and they see leaves, because remember, hemp doesn't give you, or well, you know, it, it, it will just give you long, wispy product, not nice fat colas. Yeah. Depending on the type. Because it's not yeah. the type, but hope, hopefully they would have the right one that has lots of biomass to it, which will obviously... But surely yeah. so they the grow it like hemp, close well, they together, should. They'll grow very so close it and together, exactly. And also when they chop it down, they'll hopefully mill it and use the textile fibers, maybe for building, for bricks, for... You know, no, other kind of you know, exactly. Not for things. any kind of human interaction with it, but rather or something animal that's consumption. more of a, But yeah. it just leads back in terms of that education, because then if if you kind of knew that background, you wouldn't be making the statements and linking it up to medic medicinal use. Mm -hmm. You'd be straight up saying, oh no, it's going to be for that factor. But mm -hmm. I think um, the dynamics of the South African situation now is that people are using cannabis to politic. So people are using it, it in terms of like a cash crop. Yeah. Oh no, it's going to be the savior in terms of the industry. But we have a whole bunch of more important questions that we have to sort out first. Obviously. So it's all nice and well to have these statements coming out. But we need to see, still see the results from the groundwork. It's very, very true. Very, very true. Sure. Okay, well listen, before we go into story number two, how about we introduce our guest? <laughs> so this is Tony. Tony's from Magic Dragon Linwood. Tell us all about you. Tell us about your shop. Wow. So I am the owner of Magic Dragon Linwood Rich. We are a franchise of the Magic Dragon Group. Mm -hmm. There are currently three stores in operation. There's my franchise, there's the Centurion one, which has been up and running for three, to three four months already. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, Head Office, which recently opened up again yes, and yes. is looking stunning as well. Um, so yeah, we are a group which cater to um, CBD products, to grow products, to smoking products, trying to cater to a wide range of different um, the different spheres of the cannabis mm -hmm. industry. I know when I'm looking for a gadget, I normally pop into one of the Magic Dragons, usually head office, <clears throat> to go, <laughs> to like go and see what, uh, what have they got uh, from the Peace Pipe range that I don't have yet, or it's is there of, something that's It's kind of an expression of what you like about cannabis mm. in the industry, you know what I mean? The products, the kind of products that you stock yourselves. You know wow. I, mean? I can just relate in terms of one item, and it's made me a little bit snobby, I have to admit it. Mm -hmm. But I cannot smoke a bong without hemp wick. But no. the <laughs> first time that I actually got it into the store, which was a while, because I still thought, useless. Yeah, what is the point useless. of lighting a little piece of wick? But in terms of just introducing that into, into my daily smoking habits and how I smoke, it's a game changer. So The gas does affect the flavor, you see. So if you're using much. the hemp wick instead of gas, burns much, lower, yeah. much, much better flavors. Yeah. Very much. So it's a beauty, beautiful aspect of it. And also it's the emerging South African aspect. Mm -hmm. We are catering to our own needs, we're creating our own products, we're satisfying our own needs. So we don't need to be just looking at America and seeing what's popular there. We can create our own items and it's, it's, it's beautiful how the market is emerging. It is. It is. I like that perception, yeah. It's exactly what great. we need though, no, nothing's going to stop it. <laughs> and the beauty about it is we've got the progression with knowledge ready. We can mm. just look online and look at everything that's that is being done anywhere else. 
even though you say we don't need America, you we are still going to do as they've done because they we watch when they stumble so that we yeah. know where what to look for as well. Mm. That's it. As well. We'll just come up with our own version of everything that is there. Same as every other country, same as Europe does, same as mm -hmm. Asia does, you know, wherever it is. Which is cool. We have to yeah, just be careful and just make sure that we focus on South Africa and our needs. Because in terms of the European dynamics, they love the African flavors, where we tend to not even respect them that much. You know, the African land races, they, they hunted Durban poison over here. So I think there's a little bit of magic that's still untapped. You know, I hear stories, I've got different clientele, and I hear stories of game rangers who, they say that there's areas untapped where there's not been anyone going around, not anyone contaminating the scene. It's just these pockets of just cannabis that's been localized to the area, that's just specific to the area. So I still think, you know, you hear a lot of these little murmurs and these little stories. So, so Those are the kinds of communities that need to get a, what's the, the word, there's a... Uh, uh, no man, uh, it, like that specific weed from their specific region, that money needs to go specifically straight back to them. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't matter where it gets sold in the world. There's a word for it. My English. Um, Appellate, appellation, isn't it? With the wine Remuneration. <laughs> it's a legal contract where it doesn't matter where the weed is. I'm sure it exists. I know it exists. My English is failing me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But that's something that's also interesting in America that we're looking at appellations in mm -hmm. terms of certain cannabises having certain notes because they were grown in certain areas mm -hmm. and those conditions. And that could very much stay true to in terms of South Africa mm -hmm. and South Africa's conditions. True. Very true. So we have so much untapped potential. It's just about realizing it. That's it. I'm talking about untapped potential. Dale, are you going to talk to us about... A South African who took over. Yeah, a South African uh, who... Who bought a social network, CBDNN number two. <coughs> you will know him well because he smoked the joints on Joe Rogan's uh, podcast. Yes. <laughs> Elon Musk, obviously the richest man in the world, just purchased Twitter. And now this might have some impact on um, the cannabis community and the way we are able to maybe market ourselves. Because for so, so long, cannabis has been very much a no-no. And, and not just cannabis, any smoking stuff actually, mm. you know, so we're kind of hoping that the fact that maybe Elon smokes or is involved in cannabis, that he takes more of a brighter perspective towards the marketing of our, our yeah. industry. Well, Twitter's always been one of the easier ones to get away with stuff. They, they don't allow actual advertising, but they haven't been too bad on blocking content mm. as much as uh, the meta groups, so Insta and Facebook. Um, YouTube have recently sorted out their policies a bit better towards cannabis as well. They're stricter with tobacco. <clears throat> but I think with Elon coming in with his uh, really wide open mind on things, uh, on life in general and wanting a, a free platform, a free speech platform, I, I think we might find a lot of stuff, cannabis stuff shifting over to Twitter now maybe? Mm. I don't know, what do you guys think? Possible. It's possible. Look, we don't know whether he just smoked weed one time or not. You know what I mean? Um, but the fact is that it's got to have an impact. 
It's got to be more open eventually. And where usually the companies he's taken over or created, he's usually had that major outlook on things where he changes things drastically. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. whichever company he goes to, he's, he adds a certain his own personality to it. Definitely, I yeah. think. And I don't think that's too much of a bad thing. I don't know. I'm I'm watching this with a big smile on my face. Yeah, I, I think, think we it's just need very to watch entertaining. Yeah, just to see how he plays it because it's mm. a very very bold move to do something like that on your personal account type thing. That's Elon Musk bought it. Not SpaceX, it's Elon Musk mm. bought it. It's but I mean, it's the same as complaining about Mark Zuckerberg owning Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp. Well, Where's the uproar about now, that? It's now a company that yeah, it, yeah, so but it's different. Where was the uproar about that same thing? Also, one of the world's richest men, I also a private individual. There isn't really an uproar. All these days bought it, is there? People aren't really complaining. They all are actually yeah. curious no, to see. Seeing I a think lot they're of more curious yeah. to see exactly what happens yeah. because he, they know that he's super unpredictable. Mm. Mm. And if he, but the thing is, if he stops censorship, that's a huge thing. Yeah. If he doesn't censor on the platform, there's a lot of things that people will start seeing that were, was being cut, uh, deleted and censored, and Very uh, much. a lot of it. So. I know there's a lot more pressing things that need to be sorted out when it comes to social media. You know, some there's some dark things as well that need to be changed. Mm. Totally. Yeah. You're on the biggest platform in the world Canada now that allows uh, free speech. Day, you can have like, a very powerful platform to own. I understand yeah. the concern where people are worried about um, no control over hate speech, but he has said that he is going to be keeping an eye on things like that. So we are. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even it's know what just it is. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see. I'm, I'm watching with a big smile on my face. What does our, well, what does our audience think about this? Anybody commented here? Uh, Let's see. Um, <coughs> Elon won't stop censorship. I, I think he will let the platform free. Yeah, this is a YouTube chat on the screen. So okay, yeah. great. Yeah. I don't have the Facebook the chat. Face. I can say in terms of trying to advertise via business, um, via via the Facebook platform, it's horrible. It's we get our page up to a thousand members, thousand likes, thousand followers, and then it goes down. It gets shut down. Then we have to open it up again, and then we get shut down. That's so it's it's frustrating. And if they had given you guidelines and given you, listen, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. But it just seems like it's a. Uh, it's tough when we it comes need to yeah. smoking yeah. paraphernalia because you're not allowed yeah. to uh, advertise smoking at all. Yeah, you're not allowed to like, promote drug yeah. use in any way, shape, or form. Or smoking. It's every anything you, you do has got to be educational. Tobacco is just as worse, if not worse. Yeah. There's a massive drive against it now, so. It is a huge drive against tobacco. Find different ways. Yeah, I don't know. It's, well, there is that Instagram petition. There's some, uh, but let's Google it. We did spoke about it a few weeks ago. Um, somebody's initiated a petition to get Instagram to open up their policies a bit more with regards to cannabis, especially considering there's so many places, so many places around the world that are legalizing now. It's like. And surely it opens up a whole huge thing for social media platforms, right? I mean, really, they're, they're cutting their noses off despite their own faces with regards to revenue resources with well, paid ads and things. But I mean, if the uh, advertising agency, like even here, the Broadcasting Complaints Commission, I mean, if they are against advertising cigarettes like they are, mm -hmm. yeah. you can't do it anyway. You can't have a billboard, you can't have flyers. You know, you can't have a fancy branding on your cars. But that's when people go to the refuge of podcasts to do their advertising because podcasts don't fall under any broadcast licenses. 
I've been so studying because I'm there, teaching there a some, course tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, there, is some, there is some fine technicalities, but even in the UK, they took away all the branding on the boxes. Mm. You know, so there are steps being taken by this anti-smoking campaign coming from Europe. So, and I that's where yeah, the healthy alternative comes in. But even that, you can't advertise. But times are so, changing, so yeah. we. It'll be very interesting to see how the federal bill and that passing will mm. will have an effect because then we will probably be more likely to see a change in the marketing and the promoting aspect of it because it does then get a little bit of credibility yeah. in terms of the US market. So it could just be nice clear guidelines so that companies could not have to continuously be blocked and shadow banned and have to then restart the entire social media marketing campaign. It's, it's like rough out there for cannabis companies. Mm. Yeah, and everywhere, everywhere in the world. Bloody social media is not so social, is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tony, are you going, to, I think, Instagram, you're going to choose our winner this evening. I'm excited for that. Charles chosen Very some pictures for us, so I haven't even had a look at them yet to see what they are. They're going to show up on that screen there. Awesome. We'll run through them once and then you can start looking with her who's going to win. At least we've pre-chosen a few of um, some of the favourites, you know. Lots and lots of people do send through their stuff. I mean, oh, always. stickers. Uh, we always advocate for more pictures. We love them. Sticker. Sticker bomb. Yeah. Always win with stickers. Are those bonsais? Yeah. Yeah. My no, they're flowering. No, like they're flowering Some out. of them are flowering, and yeah. They're, and they're in very cool parts, too. That is very dope. Mm. Got a lot of zen. That's pretty. Oh, that that's, that's gorgeous. Pretty. You can like, see the tightness. <laughs> wow. Got a few mm. of my favorite selections. I do have to say, I love I a sticker making, bomb. Making a mix there. I love beautiful heads, but a fade is also stunning. Mm. I'm going to get a chance to look again. Yes, right? no, absolutely. Wow. That's cool. I like the... Yeah, good good, good effort on the dude that did the Yeah, bonsais. the bonsais. Sure. I think that 420 J-Herb, Amy, they won recently, hey? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 420 J-Herb. J420 Herb. No, we, we try not to let people. We'll check our notes. Number yeah. one, that one. The that sticker one. bomb. Sticker bomb. Yeah. Okay. I love a good sticker mm. bomb. Charles okay. Puffs. Charles Puffs. Charles Puffs. Okay. I love a good sticker bomb. Congratulations, Charles Puffs. So many brands, so many, you know, different little things, activities mm. going on in the cannabis so industry. Next to each other. And maybe we'll show you our sticker door too. Okay, so we can get on to the calendar. I'm going to have to wiggle it a bit because all of my notes seem to have disappeared. But I know that it starts off with, uh, on Saturday and Sunday, the Doggo Project. It's uh, somewhere near the Henops River, uh, free entry. You just have to bring dog blankets and food. Little ground, what's it called? Doggo. Yeah. It's a free outdoor music event. 
there's loads of live acts, DJs, all sorts of things. So it's at the Smoke Backpackers and Events venue, Henops River. So bring dog stuff, not your dogs. Yeah, yeah, the dog stuff, not your, I don't know if it's, so if it's animal friendly. Um, and then on Friday, we have Power of Thought is playing at the Rumours uh, Rock City in Westgate. Free entry. Uh, first 20 people uh, get a gift uh, sponsored by Solidarity. And this is part of the Zoljol tour, so don't be, uh, don't miss that. Then on Saturday, we've got the Cape Town Global Cannabis March. Um, it starts from 9 a.m. at the 10 Darling Street parking area. There's permission, there's a competition for best banner, slogan, whatever, so make your banners. Do your slogans, do your thing, go and support. Uh, also on Saturday at the Greenside, in Greenside, at Glen Eagles Drive, there's the uh, Fresh and Healthy Ayurvedic Cooking Course. Uh, 770 bucks for that. That's, I think, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Also on Saturday, uh, Mary Jane's Hacienda. Upstairs, we've got Rizzo Hassan, Aureli, DJ Hara, and Jean-Pierre. Booking on Howler, I'm not, I'm not sure how much the tickets are. Then Sunday, we've got Legit Lit, uh, this is Cape Town, I believe. It's the Intimate Sessions, Up Close and Personal with Joe Mason. Um, I think it's at the Reggae Sound Africa bar. Reggae Africa Sound System. Reggae Africa Sound System, there we go. Not bad, I'm doing this from memory and my memory is renowned for being terrible. Also on Sunday, Kush Underground um, at the Kush Clinic. It's at the Dance Cafe, sorry, this is North Coast Road in Durban. Edibles, smokables, paraphernalia, 150 Rand per person, limited space. And, um, and that's what there is to do this weekend. One more. Is there one more? Oh, Sunday, Mary Jane's Hacienda, uh, Sunday Vibes. <laughs> Uh, it's middle ground, there's going to be doors open 4pm, the free dabs from 3 to 5. I'll be there. Uh, that will be uh, Miss sponsored by Miss Z-Bird. We've had her on the show before. Going to be amazing um, performances there. Felix LeBond, Michael Dangerous, oh, wow. Mob Tech versus Morgan Beatbox. Felix so, LeBond is back. Yeah, there we go. Don't miss that. I think I might actually go to that. Yeah, that is a way I can spend my Mother's Day. Mm. What are you guys doing for Mother's Day? Are you spoiling your mums? Oh no. Oh no. I have to go get something. <laughs> <laughs> my mum's a bit far away, so it's a bit difficult. Yeah, it's been the distance, just, you know, yeah. send the, make the calls, mm. send flowers, make sure that they know that you love them, and yeah. it's all good. Nice. But Mary Jane is also uh, one of my mother figures, so... Well, yeah, I'll be at her on Sunday. Bugs and seeds. Excellent. Well, you know, my mum passed away a couple of years ago, so I am now the matriarch of the house and I will be spoiled rotten, I insist. Right, who's going to be doing the poll results for us? Give them, yeah. What did you guys have to say? So, Are you going to be voting in the cannabis, well not voting, but having your say? The poll this evening is, will you be commenting on the changes to the proposed cannabis bill? Uh, we had... 16 votes. Okay. Okay. 6% uh, said no, what difference will my comment make? 13% said maybe if I can find an easy to understand breakdown of what it all means. 
And 81% says, yes, our voices must be heard. We must shout, shout one voice. Yay! 81. 81%. So majority of the people in this poll did good. Say, yeah, good, yeah. good. And those that need more I think all the people that are at the bottom just, just need to maybe... Give it a go. Follow that link and yeah, give spend it a go. some time. Yeah, if you, I'm sure we'll get a blog out about it. Read the, uh, read the, we'll read the, the and see Africa. how much it infuriates you as to how ridiculous it is. Yeah. And then if you have something to say, just go and then click on the link and just say it. Then there you go. There you go. Even you know what it's like? It's like not thing. voting. If we don't vote, the vote goes to the wrong people. So therefore, if we don't say anything, they have got the power. Then they then have. Then they. Fine. If you don't give your your own word, yeah. they think that their word is the word. Is so yeah. we can't stand and be like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, yeah. no one's gonna, no one's gonna say shit. But if you yeah. just, if enough people say, mm. no, I want twenty plants, not fucking fifteen or yeah. eighteen. Hundred plants. Enough people saying something That's will it. put yeah. some attention on the fact that there's they're actually saying something there. So don't be shy. Rather just. If I can relate it to like this, my mom brain wants to do this. Not saying something is the same as telling a lie. Yeah. Right. So Sitting not saying things. something. It's it's the bad. It's it's the bad yeah. option. Well, Rather, especially when you're putting something wrong in front of you. Don't sit on the face. Even on if this. you just say one sentence, yeah. the number of people that comment counts it's as counting. well. That's what I'm trying to say. It yeah. really does. Keep it up. Thank you so much for joining us this evening, Dale. No, you're right. More hash faster. For 2020. And I'm going to ask you to please light one up for Jules and have a fantastic weekend. Peace.